New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in today. Uh, I'm Ray Moss, one of the pastors at New Vision, give leadership to our counseling ministry. I hope you caught yesterday's podcast as we began to unpack the importance of a blessing. Uh, we're looking at Genesis chapter 49, and uh, where Jesus, uh, where, where Jacob is blessing his boys uh, just right before his death. And just to summarize uh, from yesterday, in case you missed it, as we began to look at this, uh, we kind of looked in a general way what a blessing means. And so here, here's a few truths we got from yesterday. God blesses his children in the Garden of Eden. It was his idea. He's the one that started this. He blessed Jesus at his baptism. Uh, a father's blessing is given to us because it's the heart of God. Then we, uh, we looked at the first characteristic of a blessing, which was a meaningful touch. Jacob gathered his boys together. And if like other blessings we see, he most likely touched them as he spoke to them. So a meaningful touch speaks volumes to our children. So, uh, so today we're going to finish up the chapter, Genesis 49, 16 through 33. And I'm going to read from uh, NIV. And as Jacob continues on blessing uh, the 12 boys, he gets to Dan. Dan will provide justice for his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan will be a, a snake by the roadside, a viper along the path that bites the horse's heels so that its rider tumbles backwards. I'll look for your deliverance, Lord. Gad will be attacked by a band of raiders, but he will attack them at their heels. Asher's food will be rich. He will provide delicacies fit for a king. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine near a spring whose branches climb over a wall. With bitterness, archers attacked him. They shot at him with hostility, but his bow remained steady. His strong arm stayed limber because of the hand of the mighty one on Jacob, because of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, because of your father's God who helps you, because of the Almighty who blesses you with blessings of the skies above, blessings of the deep springs below, blessings of the breast and the womb. Your father's blessings are greater than the blessings of the ancient mountains, than the bounty of the age-old hills. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning, he devours the prey. In the evening, he divides the plunder. All these are the 12 tribes of Israel, and this is what their father said to them when he blessed them. Give each the blessing appropriate to him. Then he gave these instructions. I'm about to be gathered up to my people. Bury me with my father, with my fathers in the cave in the field of Ephron the Hittite, the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre and Canaan, which is Abraham, which Abraham bought along with the field as a burial place from Ephron the Hittite. There Abraham and his wife Sarah were buried, and there Isaac and his wife Rebekah were buried, and there I buried Leah. The field and the cave in it were, were bought from the Hittites. Then Jacob had finished giving instruction to his sons. He drew his feet up to the bed, breathed his last, and was gathered to his people. So now let's, uh, let's look at another important part of, of blessing, uh, what a blessing looks like in blessing our children. 
and that is a spoken word. Verse 28 says, all these are the 12 tribes of Israel. This is what their father said to them as he blessed them, blessing each with blessings suitable to them. You know, words are powerful. You know, they can hurt and they can heal. You know, James tells us, uh, chapter three, that words are like bits in a horse's mouth. Uh, not very big, but it can it can change the direction of that horse uh, like a rudder on a giant ship. The tongue and the, our words are so, so powerful. Proverbs says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or, or fruit. You choose what Proverbs says. Um, you know, most of my counseling is with me, and I, I'm always curious about their father's. Uh, did their father ever say he loved them, say he was proud of them? How did he encourage them? Uh, and it's really surprising the number of these men, young men, who will say, I think he did. He showed it through providing for us. He never said it, but I'm sure he did. You know, Jacob was very clear in his words to his boys. He did not, he did not leave room for assumptions. And God was clear to us. He spoke his word to us. He spoke words of affirmation to Jesus who had really been with him from the beginning and yet he still speaks to him. Blessing our children means a spoken word, a word that clearly defines our love and approval. Again, we model this as parents so we can set the stage for them to accept God's ultimate approval. And so Meaningful touch, but also a spoken word. We don't let them assume we love them. We don't let them assume that we approve of them. We speak words to them. And those words, the third thing we'll look at is those words will express high value. Um, Jacob illustrates this with Joseph. The blessing of your father are mighty beyond the blessing of my parents, up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. I know that's really poetic, but... Wow, he's giving such high value to Joseph. He's making sure he knows that, that, that he is special and God has something special for him. Uh, you couldn't hear those words and, and without understanding your value. Value really is a t- <clears throat> attaching great importance to something. Now, here's a word of caution. When words of value are only linked to a child's performance, uh, they lose much of their impact. Children who really have to perform to get a blessing they they retain a kind of a nagging uncertainty about whether they uh, whether they really ever received it or did they have to achieve this. They may ask and re-ask themselves over and over in their life, am I love for who I am or really for only what I do? You know, Isaac to Jacob earlier on, he said, may nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Now, that's what it means to show high value to something. So we speak these words of high value to them when we bless them. I think a blessing also, and we see this certainly here uh, with Jacob, is that he's he's helping them see a special future. Now, it's not always good for all of them, but it's, it's really helping them see a special future. Uh, Jacob said to Judah that his brothers shall praise you. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies and your father's sons shall bow down before you. That's that's a special future. Not quite what we would say to our boys, but nonetheless, Jacob's helping him see the future and what God wants to do in his life. Uh, certainly, this is, this is a blessing part of God's salvation plan, but we also have to recognize that God's using the earthly father just as he will with us. Uh, 
you know, before my brother, uh, it's a great story. I, I love this story. Before my brother and his best friend headed off to Vietnam in 1968, my dad took a dollar bill and he tore it in three pieces. He took one piece and each of the boys, my brother and his friend took the other two pieces. And he told my brother that when they returned from Vietnam, they would put the dollar back together and buy beer. Sorry, I'm in a Coke. It was dad's way of picturing a special future for them, primarily that they would come home alive. He was picturing a special future for them and, and only the way that he knew how. You know, how many times I've heard young men tell me that their dad or mom told them they would never amount to anything. And that, that's a special future that God has not intended, but yet has power to shape a life. Jacob's blessing was prophetic to those boys. We, on the other hand, try to help our children see a great future without, without dreaming dreams for them. As, and that's really what Homer's father was trying to do in the movie. He, he was dreaming dreams for his son rather than really clearing a path for him and encouraging him. You know, even today in Jewish cultures, we, we see these characteristics uh, practiced daily, uh, but also in a very special time of celebration in blessing their children. A meaningful touch, a spoken word, expressing high value, and helping them see a very special future. You know, all that we can, we can see in, in these blessings we see throughout Genesis. You know, a blessing is really like, uh, I think about a campfire on a dark night. They can draw a child towards the warmth of genuine concern and fulfilled potential. Instead of leaving a, a child to head into a dark unknown, uh, really, uh, they can illuminate a pathway lined with hope and purpose. Children need us to believe in them. I pray Jacob's example, as well as those before him, will help all of us see the importance of really blessing our children. Hug your kids today. Tell them how special they are to you and to their Heavenly Father. Thanks for listening today. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.